Hello everyone, welcome to From a Particular Point of View. I am Dale. Um, hope you had a good week. If you want to get a hold of me, respond, question, comments, criticisms, <laughs> you know what I mean. Uh, you can contact me at watercoolercomments at hotmail.com or watercoolercomments at gmail.com. Uh, so, I hope you're doing okay. Um, um, just trying to get my thoughts together. Oh, it's terrible. That's terrible. Anyway, um, so yeah, hope you're doing well throughout the, all this time. We finally got uh, some some spring-like weather over here in the People's Republic of Oregon. <clears throat> um, so uh, yeah, this um, again another um, as as per usual, we do some news bits, the ones that the news pieces that I find interesting. Um, you know. Uh, little morsels of, of data that I find interesting, considering that when I was doing writing for the college paper in my college years, I was sometimes really bothered that I, I had issues with several of the editors. <laughs> but since this is mine, I can be the editor, and since nobody's here to complain about it, nobody's responding anyway. He's nobody's complained about... Anyway, you get the idea. Um... This uh, episode here um, <clears throat> is, I've done things like it before, but um, it, it's, <laughs> it, it's how history pretty much points to some groups and uh, eating crow. How's that crow taste? Anyway, so as per usual, we'll hit the news pieces. Um, I must apologize. Uh, I'm originally from Alaska. I grew up there. I my you know I got there when I was really really young. Uh, I got there earlier than I can remember, um, and so I consider myself an Alaskan. And the Iditarod is a very rich uh, race. Um, there are lots of culture in there. It's the only race that I'm aware of in the world that's like it. And I I'm. I feel terrible for not making it a bigger part of of my my podcast two weeks ago. Um, the very first Saturday of March is uh, the very beginning of the ceremonial start of the Iditarod Sled Dog Race up in Anchorage, in Alaska, and it's named after it's 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 called Susan Butcher Day, which is named after um, Susan Butcher, who was the I think the um, I'm not sure if she's the first woman to win it. But she's won the Iditarod more than any other woman, and for that for that right, I think more than many of the men. She passed away cancer some years ago. Um, she has lots of love and respect up in Alaska. Tons. I mean, people. She is royalty. Well, her memory is you could say is royalty. 
um, when it comes to the Iditarod. People know who she is. But uh, anyway, the Iditarod started. I sorry I missed it. I can't believe I missed it. Mind blowing. It started um, <clears throat> March the the fourth. That's right, March fourth or something. <laughs> um, it, it, the ceremonial start begins in Anchorage with lots of pomp and circumstances. I mean, the the local celebrities are there. Tons of people there. I mean, they make a big deal out of it, and they should. Um, so it goes from Anchorage to to Wasilla, and I don't remember how many miles that is. Um, you can look on the map, I guess, and they can, you know, any map will tell you. But um, I think the next day is when the actual beginning of the day. That's when they hit the clock and go begin, and they take off. And it's I think 1,049 miles of the roughest terrain. The most terrible weather known to mankind. Uh, it's just you got to be strong in every sense of the meaning strong, and and only part of it is the musher. The real heroes of this race are the dogs because they're the ones who got to pull a man, a sled, and supplies through again the most roughest, most challenging terrain and weather in the world. Or something so anyway um one thing that blows my mind was uh i think it was like the week uh, four or five days after the race began there's a winner and usually the, the the national media will say and up in alaska the Iditarod race was won by so and so whoever it was the crazy thing was this year nothing i heard nothing on fox news nothing on cbs news I didn't see the only thing I the only kind of information I saw at all on the Iditarod was from the local TV and radio stations up there, and that was it. I saw nothing, not even Newsmax. I mean, nothing from CNN, nothing from I mean, nothing from nothing. It's like I know too many people. Alaska's a cold, barren, dark rock. Nobody lives there. Nobody wants to go there. Well, obviously they're idiots, <laughs> but. I heard nothing from the national news media about the Iditarod. Not beginning, not ending, nothing. And the interesting thing about that is with how inclusive and equality-driven we are today, <clears throat> you think they would have said something considering the top three winners of the Iditarod <clears throat> are all natives. <clears throat> and actually, the cool thing about it, along the local wise, is that um, the winner of it is Ryan Reddington. And his grandfather, um, Joe Reddington, was actually considered the father of the modern Iditarod. He's the one that I guess was a major force to get it going, and I he raced in it a couple times. <clears throat> but um, and again, Joe Reddington up in Alaska when it comes to Iditarod is the Reddington family's royalty. People know who Joe Reddington is. That's just how it is. Anyway, he won first place, which is great. Um, and Joe Reddington was, uh, or Ryan Reddington is an Inuit, or Inupik, in anyway, a native. Second place was Pete Kaiser, and he was a Yupik Indian. Well, he is a Yupik native. And then Richie Dahi, Dial, or whatever, I'm not sure how you pronounce his name, um, Denahaya, or whatever tribe, he's Athabasca native. So you would think that with three natives winning, the most grueling dog sled race on the face of the earth, that the media would go, hey, look at this. This is how cool we are now. We have, you know, maybe maybe it's because Alaska is allegedly a red state, supposedly, sort of. Um, I don't know. Yeah, why they didn't cover this, I really couldn't tell you. Um, the, the only, the, the funny thing is, is that the only word I heard about this from outside of Alaska is there were some mushers there who were from out of state, and there'd be local TV and radio stations from their hometown who would put it, you know, and because I follow Iditarod stuff on my Facebook page, um, that came on there. The algorithm said, okay, this guy likes Iditarod, so anytime there's a, a news article connecting the Iditarod, I got word of it. So I saw a few not several, but some um, local TV radio stations from outside of Alaska saying, "Hey, this is our this is so and so who was on the Iditarod, and um, he is running." And congrats to him, or something like that. Anyway, other than that, yeah, nothing, which was ridiculous. 
anyway, congratulations to, um, uh, to yes, Ryan Runnington. And the thing I thought was really cool about it is, um, I believe it was last year. Um, last year, I guess it was uh, Lance Mackey um, won the Iditarod. I think it was last year. And um, there, and again, he's won it. I think a few times. But this last year after the race, he died of cancer, which is terrible, very terrible. So his brother, Jason, ran it with his brother's ashes in the sled. And in the, in the Iditarod, of course, the first person gets all the glory. But the last person who crosses the finish line in Nome, Alaska, gets the Red Lantern Award for bringing up the rear. And he and Jason um, Mackey won it this year. Again, there's, I saw a picture of him posing, holding up the Red Lantern, you know, and doing it for his brother, which is, which is awesome. So anyway, um, congratulations to everyone who um, was in the uh, Iditarod race, because everybody finished. I, don't, I didn't hear about anybody dropping out, and thank goodness I heard nothing about dogs dying. Because every now and again, you'll hear word of something happening to a dog. Um, getting hurt, dying, something happening. And believe you me, with the mushers, with the mushers, the dogs just aren't a part of their team. The mushers are, the dogs are family. If a dog loses his life in the Iditarod, um, it really, it, it hits them right here. The, 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 the mushers take it personally. Because again, that's that's their family. It's just not a pet, not a family pet. You just don't tie them up side to side and forget about them. They're family, and a bunch of pet lovers, I'm sure, out there would would totally understand. Anyway, um, <laughs> this here, I got a kick out of this. Remember Greta Thornburg? You know, I, I have a soundbite I've heard in my intro. You know, how dare you? How dare you? The 16 year old girl who tried to lecture the entire world in a UN speech on the evils of climate change and global warming and stuff. Well, apparently it didn't age very well because she actually decided to delete a Twitter post that she says that the world is going to end in 2023 due to global warming and climate change. That didn't happen. So apparently it was that post was deleted. Yeah, see, that's why I don't I don't put too much trust in this global warming garbage because every time they make a date, that's it. The world will end on this date because of climate change, and the date passes, nothing happens, and they're going um well um hold on come to the computer, and these hundreds of scientists and our special weather computer states that this day will be the, you get the idea. So anyway, yeah. <laughs> Um, uh, here's an interesting one. I got a, I, actually, this really surprised me. As I mentioned before, a broken clock is right twice a day. Well, that's an analog clock anyway. Um, Biden approved the Willow Drilling Project in Alaska. I guess it's on the North Slope. I guess there's a, I know it's on the North, well, I guess it's on the North Slope. Because there's different drilling places in Alaska. But apparently, Biden approved of it. And I was, I heard this, it's like, I heard this on CBS Radio News. It's like, Say what? Biden does he get that much pressure? Really? Wow. I mean, unless he was just so out of it that maybe, maybe one of his advisors got paid off by big oil because I heard they're making big profits. Anyway, <laughs> and um, and maybe they, well, they maybe said, we'll just we'll just throw the bone here to, to, the, to, our, to the car drivers, to the non-EV car drivers. We'll just throw them a little bone here. Here's some, you know, and, the, and, and this is why I really don't like media news, the mass media news. I, CBS News did this report. I heard about it. Now, when I was in journalism classes, I was told that when you do a story, you do a story, you get, you get if you can, three different sources. You get one source that's totally left or four. The other, sor the other source totally into the side, so you, yes, no, or eh, I don't know, maybe, uh, whatever. Of course, CBS News, since they're not real news, CBS News is a joke, they found at least one native lady up there, no, we can't have this, fossil fuels is destroying our planet, please make them stop, we can't do this, we can't do this. You know how much money the native corporations have gotten from the big oil companies? Yeah, um, last time I saw pictures up there, um, and as I've actually heard of heard of people, 
mention that when you go to a village up there, um, nobody drives crappy cars. The villagers up there have really nice new machines, really nice pickups, really nice TVs, because they got lots and lots of money from the oil companies. I mean, if they want to go back to the way it was before the oil was there, okay, but I don't think that's going to happen. Anyway, so good for Biden for allowing us to drill. Hopefully it means we get some oil and reduce our oil prices. Um, now, this is interesting. Speaking of climate change, um, according to Rasmussen, I... Again, I don't really not a, I don't usually like polls, but when when polls contradict the common media, the common consensus of American society, I get a kick out of it. According to Rasmussen, sixty percent of Americans, sixty percent of Americans think climate change is all about power and control, and they are correct. That's just I saw that. I actually I think that was on the radio or something. Was it radio or one of the radio shows I listened to? Anyway, so it just, oh, it was crazy. It's like, no kidding, really? I mean, after all, you know, don't pee on my head and tell me it's raining. When you tell me the world's going to end of climate, you know, it's going to fry, it's going to burn up in two, three, four, however many years, and then two, three, four years come and go and nothing happens, that's like crying wolf. You get the idea. Anyway, um, Biden again. <laughs> Recently, Biden said that we have the strongest economy in 40 years, in over 40 years. And I guess right after he said that, three banks fail. And the interesting thing is that Silicon Valley Bank, or whatever they call that thing, apparently it had some people in, I guess it was a very woke bank. I mean, they believed in all the equality, all the pro-LGBTQ, you get the idea. Very, very woke bank. And apparently there are people in the bank um, uppers, like CEOs and all of that, who actually, just before the bank went out, um, the bail or whatever, you know, the, just before it went failed, people took a lot of money out of the bank. Just just before it happened. It's like, hmm, that's interesting, isn't it? Hmm. And, I mean, I guess, as, as I understand it, Congress is looking into doing some investigating on possible inside information, which I believe is illegal or something like that. But anyway... Uh, so, yeah, all these people, uh, I don't know, I think politicians, I think maybe some Hollywood, pulled their money out of here, you know, big tech people, pulled their money out just before it failed. So, yeah, interesting, huh? Um, <clears throat> I got a kick out of this also. This is on Fox News. I think it was Tennessee, I think, but at a, a auto manufacturing plant, I think, in Tennessee. It was a, the only thing I can remember about it was, I think, Tennessee, and I'm pretty sure it was a foreign car company, you know, well. But uh, anyway, um they had a, I heard about it, I think the day before, to where they had a vote on whether they should make the company or the factory go union or not. And they had a vote. And they made it kind of a, not really, there was a mention about it a couple days ago. And the very next day, they reported it. And the funny thing is about, I love this, the funny thing about it is that the vote went. Now, they said there, I forget how, they said there were thousands of people who worked there. And I forget how many thousands, but there were thousands. Um... Uh, and to me, it's a, I mean, it must be a big manufacturing company. I've had to have a, thousands of people work there. I've never worked for a company that big before. I don't think I have. Anyway, um, um, but the vote was <laughs> the the vote against the union was thousands. The vote for the union was I think nine nine votes, not nine thousand, not nine hundred, but nine. So they voted not to unionize, which I got a kick out of, considering, to my knowledge, most, if not all, unions pour tons of money into the Democrat Party. I mean, I don't know. There, there might be some unions who give money to the, to the Republicans, but I, I can't name one right now. I have to look into it. I probably have to dig pretty deep, too. Anyway, um, uh, Union, let's say the UN court apparently, or some UN court apparently has issued an arrest for the arrest warrant for Putin for war crimes. Really? Really? <laughs> They're talking about a guy who started a, who started a war. You really think he's going to say, oh yeah, come get me. Go ahead. Here's handcuffs. Go ahead. Come get me. You really? I mean, okay, as I understand, so maybe he can't leave the country because he might get arrested. But you really think he's going to let that happen? I mean, and I know the UN is really good at really strongly worded, sounded strong, strongly worded out letters. I know they're really good at that. You know, 
we want to arrest you for war crimes. And I'm sure Putin laughed at that and probably threw it in the garbage cans. Like, okay, yeah, whatever. I mean, granted, Putin's a monster. He's an evil guy. He's terrible, but <laughs> that's like trying to, that's right, you know, during World War II, that's right, trying to, to convict, that's right, trying to arrest Hitler for a war crime, which he was extremely guilty of. But yeah, they tried that. And you, anyway, you get the idea. Uh, let's see. Um, oh, yeah. And finally, uh, there's a couple more series on here. Uh, this is kind of an older story, but still classic. Very classic. Remember the laptop from Hill, Hunter Biden's laptop that showed everything, more or less, that showed how how uh, bad the Hunter crime, the Hunter, uh, the, Hunter crime, the Biden crime family is about the pictures of of him Hunter being a crack a, a crackhead and his hookers and you get the idea, you know the, the terrible things he's done, the business dealings, whatever. Well, when he was questioned about that, because when because when this, this the, the laptop came, first came out, I think some news organization questioned about it. He says, "No, I never had a laptop. I'm sorry, it wasn't mine. No, it's not mine. I never had it. Never owned it. Don't know that shop. Never been there." Even though documents overwhelmingly showed, yes, that was his laptop. Well, now, I guess, Hunter Biden, again, this might be a little bit older story, but still very funny. Hunter Biden is in the process of suing this computer shop for stealing his computer and the data on it. So, at first, he's like, no, this is not mine. I don't know what you're talking about. And now he's saying, I want my computer back. I'm going to sue you for it. Oh, my gosh. Anyway, you get the idea. <laughs> um, Yeah. Uh, I think that's about it for the for the news pieces. It's crazy. Anyway, so um, this this one here, this episode, you could say, uh, I have named the media's black eye. There's been a lot of things happened, and I, I'm sure I didn't get everything, but there's been a lot of things happened that the media and politics, the left, whether you're in media or news, entertainment, whatever, the media. Um, just knew this was right. They would sell their, they sold their soul for it. And now it's turning out it's not so correct. When I was in journalism school, my, my class, my teacher was a liberal. Of course, most colleges, most teachers are liberals. But he actually told us some interesting things. Like you never get, you know, you, you never get just one source. You always get two or three sources. And if somebody tells you something, they check it. You, you check it out. As I think the old saying goes, is if your mother says she loves you, check it out. You always have two or three sources on everything, at least two or three. If somebody tells you, if you get a story, you always find sources who people who read the story, and you find sources for people who don't agree with what you write about, or maybe somebody in the middle. You always dig deep. Find the truth, the truth. The truth will set you free, as they say. You just don't go, you just don't hear the very first piece you hear and then run with it. You don't, you don't do that because you look like idiots. And that's what it's happening now. Um, as a matter of fact, uh, Danzel Washington has said, and of course, he's known for some really good, um, really good quotes. I did, I think, I did a podcast on that a while ago about uh, the quotes that Danzel Washington has said. He has said, and I don't know if this is his original quote or if he got, you know, I don't know if he said this himself. He he thought of it or he just borrowed it from somebody else. But Danzel Washington has said, if you don't read the papers, you're not informed. If you do read the papers, you're misinformed. So no matter how it is, but to today's society, you're kind of screwed because you can't get the truth. You have to dig for it. You have to look for it. And then when you do get it, you have to ask your heart. You have to pray about it and think about it. It's like, hey, is this, would this be the truth? And does this make sense as being the truth? And you really sometimes have to think about it. I mean, it's because some things out there are really twisting and, you know, like Babylon B stuff. You know, I mean, some of it's sad. Some of this, that's why maybe they have Babylon B has such a hard time trying to find really good stories because every time they write something, it comes true. So anyway, Denzel Washington also, Denzel Washington has also said, anything you practice, you'll get good at, including BS, bull squat. You get the idea. I'm trying to make this as clean as possible. So <laughs> you get, and, and of course, with today's media, they've gotten really good at BS. Not just, not just CNN, not just MSNBC, not just ABC, CBS, NBC, but also Fox News has also gotten good at it too. And here are pieces here and there. So does Newsmax. They're they're getting better. They they I mean they're not near as bad, but they still do have pieces. I've noticed 
I, I, I listen to Lose Max as, as much as I can to get, you know, the other side, because believe you me, when it comes to the left, there's no shortage of places to get, of, to get bad news or to get news from that perspective. So you go to Newsmax, One American News, and some other sources to find the other side. And you're supposed to be, use your brain, your common sense, your heart, and figure out something in the middle. Unless you find out that maybe CNN did get a story right. Maybe that's probably incorrect, but you get the idea. And then you go to Fox News and, and or Newsmax and, oh, okay, I can believe that. Or you see it with your own eyes. You know. So... Again, it's the idea of, of you know, you know, um, don't pee on my head and tell me it's raining. Uh, and it's, <laughs> I, I uh, on the economy, I heard this sometime this last week. It was um, Fox Radio News, or was it Fox Radio News? No, it was CBS Radio News. And this economist on the CBS Radio News was stating that except for food and fuel. Our economy is doing great. There is really almost no inflation. To the common person, that's really all that matters. You know, um, yes, also rent is going up. And, and more. well, I'm not sure about the mortgage, but I know rent is going up. But yeah, food and gas, that's what the main part of, of families' expenses go to. You know, you need, you need to eat. You need to go to work. You know, so you need to buy fuel to get even to go to the gas, even to go to the grocery store to get food. You need gas. You need food. And they're, they're skyrocketing. You know? So, I mean, to, to hear a, a, a news source say, except for this and this, we're doing great. We have an awesome economy. Well, they didn't say awesome, but they did say it's doing, if it wasn't for food and gas, we have a great economy. It's a, it's a head scratcher, isn't it? So, anyway. Um, <laughs> The next one I, I, I got a kick out of that didn't end well is um, you know the black the media's black eye again when the media comes out since when the media comes out and swears we know this is true we know it's true we'll 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 sell our soul to prove to you it's true and then something else happens everyone well so either they they totally ignore what happened to show them that they're idiots or they just figure some way to lie to you to say, well, actually, that's not really what we meant. This is what we really meant. Anyway, so it's coming out that the China virus did, in fact, come from Wuhan, China. Imagine that. China, some people may call the China virus COVID-19, which maybe scientifically that you do call it, but to my knowledge, most major viruses and diseases, they're named after where they came from. And proof is now that, yes, this COVID-19 China virus did actually come from a lab in Wuhan, China. Wuhan, Wuhan, whatever. Um, there's proof. The FBI has accepted this fact. And other government agencies has also accepted this fact. However, I'm learning now, recently, that 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 uh, Anthony Fauci, I can't call him a doctor. I know technically he is some kind of research doctor, but I don't think he's actually seen patients. But anyway, um, I'm learning now that that he is still writing papers saying that that well, actually the COVID-19 came from monkeys. Yeah, or came from some open market or it, it happened naturally in the environment. It didn't know it did not come from China. It did not come from the Wuhan lab. It's like so yeah. But now they're showing there's there's proof that yes, in fact it did. And to my knowledge, Mr. Fauci isn't quite is open to the public as he used to be. Not quite. He used to come out because he used to come out every day, saying rubbish, garbage, trash. You get the idea. Um. Anyway, um, <laughs> a big one here that I get a kick out of, as I mentioned this before, is um, former Vice President Joe Biden. He is not the president. My personal opinion: Joe Biden is not the president. Anyway his lies that you never hear about from the media. You would think that, that's something like on, on Facebook, if you say something against global warming, say something against Biden or against any kind of, if you say anything against gender, uh, um, transgender, anything gay, anything, anything against what the left likes, Facebook will give you your fact checkers. And if you just, if you go into this, fact checkers are all from left-leaning 
sources, of course. But it's funny that if you say anything negative against Trump or any Republican, nothing happens. If you say anything against Biden, you know. And the interesting thing is, is on many of these um, conservative podcasts and, and other shows, they've put up their um, montages of the things that Biden has actually said. He says, you know, oh, no, believe me, I mean it, believe me, I mean it. It's, just, it's the truth, it's the truth. Everything from, remember Corn Pop? He was talking about Corn Pop, I guess, as I understand the story was that he used to, he spent a summer working at a swimming pool and there was a gang there and I guess it was led by a guy named Corn Pop, I guess a black guy, and Corn Corn Cop, no, poor Corn Cop, Corn Pop was a bad dude, and he ran a bunch of bad boys. Remember that? So pretty much he was associated with a gang, a, a gang who did bad things, I guess. Um, he's also mentioned that he was a basketball player. He mentioned he finished top of his class. He mentioned about, about if, if you go through everything that he says he's done, it's like, okay, either he lived in an alternative universe or... His, his years were longer than anybody else's years because you can't fit all these things together and make it equal out to <clears throat> a, a normal year. I mean, I've done a lot of things in my life, but I, I don't think I could do everything he said. I mean, and, and I, I couldn't do everything he, what he said he did in life because there's a lot of overlapping there. <clears throat> so anyway, everything from Corn Pop, to law schools, scholastic careers, it just, it doesn't make sense. So, and of course the media mentions nothing about it. And the funny thing is, every time he says something, you know, people on the right or common sense people will go, if he did this, then he couldn't have done that. And if he did that, he couldn't have done this. And of course the media just goes, yeah, we don't know what you're talking about. Sorry. Quiet crickets. Anyway, again, all this is also with the help of not just the news media, but social media. Uh, remember when Elon, again, hats off to, to Elon Musk for buying Twitter and leaking information that a lot of us already knew. I mean, a lot of us already knew that the government and, and well, I'm not sure about the government, but I, a lot of us already knew that liberals ran Twitter. And there's actually videos from, I think, Project Veritas that pretty much said, like, with Facebook, <clears throat> the editors at Facebook, they went through every post and every video and said, okay, if it's anything to do with the conservative, kick it out, exit, we're not going to do it. Anything at all with the liberal, sure, let it go. You know, I mean, every now and again, now, if a conservative says something, we'll, we'll, we'll judge it to see what they say and how they say it. That's just how it is. However, <clears throat> if it's something anti what we like, we will either warn them or just delete it. Now, again, I had a video that I did about identity politics, and YouTube deleted it. So <clears throat> I still have it. I mean, I can repost it if I want. However, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm kind of worried that if I do repost it, and if they decided to be jerks, which YouTube is really good at, that I can just, they can delete my entire account. I mean, I have to put my video somewhere else, my podcast, but... You know, oh well, and I do. I put other places too. But because YouTube is such a widely used, you know, that's more, that less of an audience I have. Not that the audience is important, but I just want to let people know that, you know, people like me know that there's somebody out there like them who's, you know, anyway. So we already know that YouTube, um, Facebook, Twitter, they have people, you know, they have people that are that are, are, are sensitive to their side. But one thing that Twitter showed is that there's actually FBI agents from Joe Biden's administration who was working for and with Twitter to make these things happen. Now, I didn't know that. I said, yeah, you bet there's love. There's liberal weirdos, liberal goons on Twitter. Couldn't find out. They're actually administration, you know. That's, and I believe <clears throat> that to me is like Against the First Amendment, you can't censor and delete. The government cannot censor and delete you. That's just, you can't do that. And when you get government people working with and or either with or for Twitter or a social media, you just can't censor them. You can't delete them. You can't, that's against, I'm pretty sure that's against the First Amendment. But of course, if you're a liberal, the First Amendment only applies to you if you want it to apply to you. You get the idea.
Anyway, um, one thing I also noticed, in case you haven't noticed, and uh, I first heard about this, but I didn't think about it until I was watching a YouTube video a while ago, <clears throat> but YouTube has removed its dislike button. Remember on YouTube you had the this or you had the this, and, and when you click on either one, it'll show how many likes and dislikes you have. So when Biden gets up there and does his State of the Union speech and and pretty much bashes our country and bashes Republicans, and you have maybe a few thousand of these and hundreds of thousands of these, <laughs> and apparently, according to, um, oh, I forget what, um, there was a, um, let's see, that wasn't it. Um, I did see a, oh, it was humans, humansbefree.com is where I got some of this up. Well, according to humansbefree.com, um, the reason why um, YouTube decided to to delete the, the, the dislike button, you know, the thumbs down button, was because it was making <laughs> because it was making Democrats look bad, making the liberals look bad. Um, it is to protect that protect them from people like me, I guess. I mean, after all, again, you do something stupid and you get thousands and thousands of this and maybe a few hundred like this, you look like an idiot. Of course, we know he's an idiot. So anyway, uh, I guess that's one reason why YouTube deleted the, got rid of the, the dislike button. And I saw that, it's like, okay, that didn't make sense to me. I mean, but a lot of things liberals do that don't make sense to me. Um, something else I thought was interesting was, um, just this came about this last week, Facebook is laying off, uh, what, 10,000 employees, I think? I think that's what I read. And the funny thing is, is that I guess a lot, I guess they're going to be doing some more. And I believe that either part of this group or part of the next group of layoffs is going to be the HR departments, which I thought was really entertaining. Okay, so you're going to keep people on there and who are causing the downfall of your company, but you're getting rid of HR. You're getting rid of people who could actually regulate who... You know, because when you go to an HR office, when you're getting hired on, you know, if you're a, if you're a tech company, you know, if you if you and because of your left leaning issues, you're having trouble staying staying afloat. So, being an HR company, you can ask your future possible employee, "What do you think about these issues?" And right away, if they get overly really, you get the idea. I, I, um, burning the flag is is. Is freedom of speech, but but if you burn the gay flag, that's a, a sin, or you get the idea. I mean, if they, you know, we love abortion, blah 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 blah. <laughs> you get, you know, it's, you should have to wonder, gee, are you really good for this company? But uh, apparently, yeah, there's a crapload of Facebook employees getting laid off, and for good reason, because Facebook. I mean, I don't, I hardly ever post anything on Facebook, almost never. I get it. I get pieces of news off of it, and I go look after that. I keep up with family and friends. Other than that, Facebook is trash. You know, Facebook is like when you go to, um, you know, that little crappy little greasy diner alongside the, the road when you're going someplace and you're really hungry and you really don't want to eat, but you know, don't eat that. But it's like, well, I am hungry. I got some miles to go. I better grab something. So you go down there and you get this. This really greasy, nasty burger and these greasy, ugly fries and just, uh, just you know, the place is dirty and you got some sweaty guy in the back making flopping burger. That's to me to how Facebook is. It just, it just, I mean, yes, it, it'll it'll give you data, but it's not good for you. <laughs> and that's just my, yeah. I anyway. Um, and to go with that uh, again, <laughs> after. Uh, I, I then I, I noticed on this um, on this website that CNN has lost sixty percent of their viewers and a lot of its revenue. I mean, at one particular time a year or so ago, I heard that there is a a a kid show on PBS that was that that wasn't quite making as good as ratings as CNN, but it wasn't too far from it. I guess they were like next to the bottom when it comes to ratings on shows. I mean, they were just doing terrible, which, I mean, you lie so much, and of course you're going to do badly. However, I noticed that um, this website mentioned that there are people, there are groups, shows that are actually doing remarkably well. 
because people are getting tired of the lies and the Alphabet News Network lies constantly, Fox included, um, but they, uh, so when, when, when it comes to getting news, if one side declines, the other side has to go up to equal it out to, because not everybody's just, people are just not going to give up on getting in news. They're just not going to give up on, they're going to get their news from elsewhere. And they're going to listen around, and if they like people, either they like their viewpoint, their personality, whatever the case may be, they're going to listen to that person more often. And here, you know, besides that, when you tell, when, when these people say one thing, like, because of global warming, the sky is falling, but yet every day, nothing happens, and, you, and this people here says, no, actually, it's full of crap, nothing's going to happen, what's what going to be? Ask your local weatherman. And you wake up the next day, and hey, the local weatherman was right. Brett Thornburg is wrong. The local weatherman is right. Wow. Who do you who do you choose then? <laughs> so, kind of like that. Um, so, according to the numbers, again, uh, CNN, MSNBC, MSN, you get the idea. They're sinking like a rock, and other numbers are going up. Uh, the numbers for podcasters they're going up. Not necessarily even Republicans. Not even conservative ones. Um, Joe Rogan. Um, I've heard pieces of his show, and the reason why I've only heard pieces because they use expletives um, more often than I like. Um, he's an interesting person to listen to when I did hear it, and I was like, okay, yeah, I can deal with it. Unfortunately, when you cuss every five, ten seconds, I don't like that. So, but from what I have heard, when they, when they bleep it out, I mean, then you have to think about, okay, how does that word he used you know, um, help the sentence out. So anyway, then you have um, <laughs> um, Tucker, Car Tucker Carlson, which the left, I guess, hates Tucker Carlson. But again, his show is, I guess, growing leaps and bounds. I guess his show is doing incredible next to all the rest of the liberal, you know. And I listen to him not all the time. Again, Tucker Carlson's on Fox, and I don't really watch Fox a lot. I'm not really big into the cable network shows, but when I watch him on podcast or or on YouTube, I like what he says. I he you know some people I'm not consider conspiracy, but is a conspiracy if it comes through if it comes true. But along with him, again, you have Joe Rogan, then you have Stephen Crowder. Um, uh, they they I, I like Stephen Crowder. I like his his crew. His they're they're kind of. Funny, uh, they every now and again they say things that's kind of dumb, but it, it's still they come out with really good information. They have then they have the team, they have a team to research the data to confirm that it's right. And I guess if you go to his website, everything they say in his podcast is if you go to his website, all the links to confirm what he's saying is there, which I think is pretty awesome. But I guess Stephen Crowder, um, his numbers are going crazy. Uh, ben Shapiro, his numbers are looking good. Um, the only thing about Ben Shapiro I don't like is I don't really care for his voice. <laughs> if you change his voice, I'd agree with most of what he says. Um, so, um, yeah, um, I should look at some of stuff. But, I mean, there are, and also uh, Dan Bongino, I listen to his podcast. Again, he's the guy that he's got, I guess, the team to to delve deep into what's happening, um, into the research. He can do that. Um, and every now and again, you sense a little bit of conspiracy theory going on. But again, is it conspiracy if everything comes true? Um, so there are other people out there. Um, there are, yeah, there are other people. And right now, uh, there's even a few females out there that I've listened to that I like. Um, Diamond and Silk, uh, Bless Her Hearts, The Passing of, oh, I'm not sure which one it was. I get the name is mixed up. But um, they were doing a great job. Um, Candace Owens does a great job, and it's really you know it's so I mean I, I kind of wish more ladies would get out there and be be as big as some of these guys, but um, again I guess it's just how people look at it I don't know, um, and then again one of these things that it gave the media a a, a black eye is January sixth J six, <laughs> um, right away when they did the. When they did the, the J6 commission, when Nancy Pelosi kicked out all the Republicans, put in her Republicans, finger, finger quotes there for the, for the audios, um, and then they only shown pieces, 
cherry-picked, specially cherry-picked the video and only brought in to 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 talk to, um, to ask questions of people that they chose. It was, just, it was just ridiculous. And most of us saw this. And even this commission even hired a professional producer from, I think, CBS News or NBC News to actually produce it, which is ridiculous. You know, I mean, that, and uh, also the news states that, um, what, how many cops died on that day? Which is a lie. Again, they're eating crow on this one, too, because, no, nobody, you know, I guess the funny thing is that they're saying that this one particular officer died at this point particular time. Then they show a video that shows the officer leading around the oh, QAnon shaman, I forget the guy's name. That's, he's, <laughs> that's what's installed in our brain is the QAnon shaman. It shows, it, the video that I believe I've seen is a video of this officer guy leading, leading as in touring the QAnon shaman after he allegedly is supposed to, is supposed to be able to have died. And so I read, I heard that as like, wow, so how can you lead somebody if you've already died? You get the idea. Um, <laughs> uh, so yeah, when this video came out that was released, it really put a lot of egg on the face of Democrats because um, they just knew Donald Trump led these insurrections to take over our country. My friends, I'll tell you what, with everyone who was at the, at the Capitol that day, with everyone who was there, believe you me, if Republicans, if conservatives wanted to take over the Capitol, easily they could have done it. I've heard that there probably was half a million people there that day. I've had some friends that were there. And believe you me, if there was a want or a need to take over the Capitol on that day, it would have been done without even trying, barely even breathing, take it over. And as I said before, when it comes to J6, I agree with what they did. I support what they did. How they did it, not so much. Not so much at all. Anyway, so, and the crazy thing about that is, uh, again, there was, they mentioned about the death of all these officers. There's only one death that day. Ashley Babbitt, may she rest in peace. Um, and the crazy thing is, is the, the media is all over, that it's, oh, it's a, you know, about how, much, about how much damage and how much terrible things, violence happened on that day. Yes, some windows were broken, um, but I don't believe they were broken by by patriots. I believe they were broken by bad actors. There are actually, actually, there are people who went there to do bad things. I believe that they're BLM and then they were Antifa. That's my personal opinion. Um, but the funny thing is, is that Democrats are all over this J6 thing. But did you mention them talking about anything at all about, about the, 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 the summer of love? Remember 2020? Black Lives Matter, Antifa, you remember them? Actually, there are some Democrat lawmakers who actually said who actually put money for their bail. For if they get arrested, we will help you out. Yeah, they're not doing that now, are they? No, of course not. So again, more egg on the face of liberals, more egg on the face of Democrats. Um, <clears throat> again, with global warming, <laughs> it's, we're not dead. Planet's not dead. We're doing wonderful. Nice sunny sky. I mean, adverse weather, it happens. Does it happen because of global warming? Of course not. If you believe that, you're a moron. Um, then there's the immigrant problem. As I recall, there was a lawmaker recently, um, or, or is it, or is it uh, John Claire Van Dam, whatever her name is, this press secretary actually told a told a a a, uh, a person from the press, I forget who it was, that no, the security is closed. There, there's no there's no getting in. It. It's closed. It's secu secu the border is secure. But then you see a video of people pouring in. So, you know, and of course they say, no, don't believe your lying eyes. Don't believe that video because it's not true. Believe me because I will tell you the truth, which that's, that's to me, that sounds just like one of my, one of my professors from college. Um, and finally, I thought it was interesting uh, with the voting. I, I found it interesting that um, in case you didn't notice, um, if the Democrat loses, they blame, they blame voter suppression um, and if they win, they call it the cleanest election in history. Remember when, when Trump won, Russia, 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 they said he was a Russian's plant. He was there because of Russia. It's all Russia's fault. 
Um, but yet, when Biden allegedly won, he didn't. But they that's when they said it was the cleanest in history. However, it wasn't. I mean, if you look at the numbers, you know, when we all went to sleep at, what, 2 in the morning or something like that, you know, Trump was ahead by-ish. And then suddenly, what, 3 o'clock, it jumped up and he won by overwhelming means. And, and that's kind of fishy to you. I mean, that and there are people... There were people in Arizona, as I understand, who went to vote at area, at voting stations that were known Republican areas, said the machines wouldn't work at all. No machine would work. And they had to go to a Democrat area to vote. And even then, I guess some of the machines were acting up. So, you know, um, so yeah, um, Democrats are really bad losers. Um, and they're really bad winners, too, because they're so going to, if their people win, oh, the cleanest, the cleanest in history. But if they lose, oh, that's. You know, however, if a Republican wins, this is how I noticed, if a Republican wins, they say, what's the next step? Um, and if they lose, it's depending on where it's at, it's either, oh, well, or election fraud. Now, in Oregon, Oregon has mail-in ballots, which I don't like at all. And so if they lose, if it wasn't for the mail-in ballots, I would say every time a Republican loses in Oregon, I would say, oh, well, try next time. But because there's mail-in ballots, I don't trust them at all. I don't like it. I don't, I don't mail in my ballot. I deliver my ballot to the courthouse itself, right to the courthouse, because I don't trust any of it. Um, so, um, yeah, it, it's the, the black eye there, everybody. It's, um, it's, the media has gotten a black eye. It, it has from, you know, no matter if it's news media, um, social media on the computer, on the internet. I mean, how often can you lie and have people believe you, no matter what it is? You know, with Black Lives Matter, when they're screaming, defund the police, and then when they do defund the police and crime goes up, they say, well, what happened? We need more police then. <laughs> you know, I mean, how much can you lie to the public before they stop believing you? It's, again, the media, and not just the news media, I mean, social media, the media, the left-wing media, and even the moderate media has a huge black eye high all over the face, and many cases eating many times, many cases eating crow because of how much they lied to Mr. and Mrs. America, Mr. and Mrs. Joe Public, whatever you want to describe yourself, ourselves, me, self, what you get the idea. So anyway, if you'd like to respond, comments, questions, whatever, you know, you got the idea. Watercoolercomments at gmail.com or watercoolercomments at hotmail.com. So this is Dale. This has been from a particular point of view. So until next time, my friends, God bless. Do your research, be careful, and take care out there. Water is, this is, this has been from a particular point of view. And until next time, have a great day.